With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to If You Don't Like That. Today's episode is brought to you by New Works Plumbing of Sacramento. Locally owned for over 20 years, New Works has a fix for you. For your plumbing needs and repairs, just go to newworksplumbing.com, N-E-W-W-R-X plumbing.com. And remember, they're available 24-7. If you have an emergency in the middle of the night, no problem. They will be there for you. That's New Works Plumbing, N-E-W-W-R-X plumbing.com. New Works Plumbing, they've got a fix for you so the sacramento kings preseason is in the rear view mirror one up and four down but i don't really care about the record i'll get into this a little bit more but i get asked quite often about what this reminds me of and people always go grant does this remind you of what happened in the late 90s and the early 2000s and i say you know what it really does if you look back to 98 99 That was a 50-game season. And what I remember the most about that is the Kings had gone from a season where they were coming off a 27-win season, only 27 wins in 97-98 against 55 losses. They were terrible. Fans, for the first time, had stopped going to Arco Arena to see the Kings play. This franchise was in a lot of trouble. And then Jeff Petrie made a very bold move. He traded the best player in Mitch Richmond and picked up from Washington, Chris Weber. He also drafted Jason Williams out of Florida. He signed Vladi Divac to a six-year deal. And then all of a sudden, here comes John Barry and others, Vernon Maxwell, all right? Veterans, guys that knew how to play. Kevin Ollie. Scott Pollard, all right? Pesha Stoyakovich came over from Europe. Big nasty. Corliss Williamson was on that roster. And the Kings, in a 50-game campaign, a season that did not start until February, ended up going 27 and 23. That's right, 27 and 23. And a thrilling first-round playoff series In overtime, in a final game five, the Kings lost to the Jazz. And what I remember the most about that playoff series against Utah is announcing that game five 
where the Kings, most people thought, had no chance going into Salt Lake City and beating a veteran team with John Stockton and Carl Malone. And the Kings gave the Jazz everything they could handle. And at the end of regulation, the Kings were in the half court. Vladi Divac had been unstoppable throughout the whole game with his little half hook. And they got the ball in the block to Vladi. And he missed a little half hook. All right? Game goes into overtime. And the Kings end up losing in a thrilling five-game series. And then you wonder, well, gee, what happened the next year? Would the Kings build on that? And the answer to that question is, well, yes and no. It was a full 82-game season, and Sacramento would improve. All right, you think about this. The season that I'm talking about was a an abbreviated season. The Kings finished seventh in the West, and then a year later in 99 and 2000, the Kings finished eighth in the West, 44 and 38. That's right, 44 wins and 38 losses for the eighth spot in the West. The problem was when they got into the playoffs, they had to take on a L.A. Lakers team that had gone 67 and 15. Well, that didn't fare too well for Sacramento. They ran into a buzzsaw, and little did anyone know that that would be the start of a thrilling rivalry between the Kings and the L.A. Lakers. Again, think about that. A Lakers team, number one, a Kings team, number eight, after the Kings had been in the playoffs for the first time with that new nucleus and Rick Adelman, and again, 44 and 38, but they lost to the Lakers in the first round. Then, here comes the Sacramento Kings in 2000 and 2001. That roster included Nick Anderson, John Barry, Doug Christie, Vladi Divac, Lawrence Funderburg, Bobby Jackson, Art Long, Derek Martin, Scott Pollard, Jabari Smith, Peja Stoyakovich, Hito Turkoglu, Chris Weber, and Jason Williams. Pretty good roster, right? That was a fun season. That's right. The turn of the century brought a 50-plus win team. 55 wins, 27 losses. All right? Think about that for a minute. 55 and 27. So what would happen to that Sacramento Kings team? They finally won a playoff series, but they lost in the conference semifinals. And when you think about the turn of the century, the Kings had clearly arrived. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. The Kings had arrived. They finished third in the West that year. But again, they had some outstanding teams. The Lakers, right? The Lakers beat Philadelphia that year in five games. In the regular season, in the West, you had San Antonio, 58 wins, 24 losses. If you remember, Allen Iverson was the MVP of the regular season. Dikembe Mutombo, the Defensive Player of the Year. The Rookie of the Year, Mike Miller, Orlando Magic. Coach of the Year, Larry Brown. Right? Remember that? Remember that? The turn of the century? And what that was like? 
And when you look at the Kings in that season, they had Chris Webber, who made all NBA first team. And the Kings looked like they had arrived. Christie was all defensive second team. And all of a sudden, you had a outstanding rookie in Hito Turkaloo, all rookie second team. And the Kings were off and running. The problem is they had the L.A. Lakers in their way because the Lakers were always good. Then gets to that 2001-2002 series. We know what happened, right? The Lakers, again, standing atop the mountain. They swept the Nets for love. Most people believe that the Kings would have done the same had they won that game seven against the Lakers. You remember Paul Gasol came into the NBA that year with the Memphis Grizzlies? Duncan was the regular season MVP. Rick Carlisle was the coach of the year with the Pistons. Ben Wallace was the defensive player of the year with the Pistons. Sixth man of the year who the Kings traded. Corliss Williamson, Pistons, right? Remember that? First All-NBA team, Bryant, Duncan, Kidd, McGrady, O'Neal. Weber was second All-NBA team. That was a fun, fun start of that century. Christie, All-Defensive second team. But the Kings couldn't get over the mountain. Then they went from first in the West the following year in 2002-2003 to second in the West. And if you remember that team, that ended up second in the West that following year after a 61-win team. 59 wins for the Kings. 59 wins. Mike Bibby had arrived the year before, as we know, the big trade with Jason Williams. They had Mateen Cleaves on that roster. They had Jim Jackson. Gerald Wallace, the young player out of Alabama, right? Remember that, right? And what happened? The Kings again, all right? After winning the Pacific Division, still could not get through. They could not get through. And when you think about that year, all right, the year after the Kings had won 61 games, they were still knocking on the door. 59 and 23, but they lost in the conference in the conference semifinals, and they would lose in the conference semis the following year, and then in 04 and 05, they would lose in the first round. In the following year, they would lose to the Spurs, and then the drought began. 2006, 2007, all the way until last year when Sacramento finally made the playoffs and lost a thrilling seven-game series to the Golden State Warriors. So, when I get asked, what does this remind me of? It reminds me of that era back then. The Kings, a playoff team last year. No one expected the Kings to be a playoff team last year. Nobody expected the Kings to be a playoff team in 98 and 99. No one. 
I was working at ESPN Radio three weekends a month in Bristol, Connecticut, September, October, November, December, January. And everyone was talking to me about, gee, are the Kings, what are they doing? Why did they trade Mitch Richmond? They're not going to be very good. Gee, they, they overpaid for Vladi Divac. We all used to sit around on the weekends. Joe D'Ambrosio, Chuck Wilson, Tony Bruno, all right, John Clayton. Seriously, used to talk about it all the time. Gee, you know what? How long is it going to be before you guys are good again? And that Kings team surprised the heck out of everybody with 27 wins. Last year's Kings team, third in the West, surprised the heck out of everybody, making the playoffs, but they didn't win in the first round, despite having home court advantage. So when I get asked about this year's team, that's what I see. You have two all-stars in De'Aaron Fox and DeMontis Sabonis. You have a third player that looks like he's going to be really good in Keegan Murray. You have veterans on the team, like a Harrison Barnes. Okay, you have a veteran team. You're not a young team anymore. All right, Fox isn't young anymore. Kevin Herter's not young, right? Murray in his second year, but he's not young by age. Barnes, we know. Sabonis, not young. Again, we're talking about not young, meaning like they're not raw. They're all ready to win right now. They're ready. All right, Fox, outstanding a year ago. Great in the playoffs until he broke his finger. Sabonis, all-star. So when I look at this year's Kings team, I look at a team that is deep. I look at a team that's got, on paper, a good bench. And the reason why I say on paper is I wasn't thrilled with what I saw in the preseason from a couple of players. But again, a lot of veterans don't really put the pedal to the metal when it's preseason basketball. So I'm going to wait until I rip Kevin Herter or Malik Monk or others. And when I mean rip, I mean I'm going to wait until Wednesday and then Friday. Wednesday in Salt Lake City against the Jazz. Friday at home against the Golden State Warriors. But when I look at this roster, because of the outstanding point guard and Sabonis and the emerging Murray and the veterans on the bench, there's no reason why the Sacramento Kings cannot be on the same trajectory as the error that I just mentioned. The question is, will this team be able to knock the door down? Will they be able to finally win a couple of playoff series and go further than those teams that I talked about moments ago? As good as those teams were, they still weren't good enough to make it out of the West. Will we be talking about the Kings in the next two or three years with their youth turning into guys in their prime, which they are now, Fox and Sabonis, Murray, okay? Are we talking about a team that could be good for several years in a row because they're very much in their prime? Murray not yet in his prime, but I'm adding him because he's going to be such an important part of this team. In my opinion, the answer to that question is yes. Now, I can't forecast injuries. I don't have a crystal ball with who's going to get hurt and who's not. But I'll tell you this. I know there's been a, there's been a lot of talk, and I don't know if fans have been this excited for the start of a season since that 99-2000 season. And the reason why I say that, fans weren't really that pumped for the 50-game season like they were the following year. It was still kind of, ah, you know what, the Kings made a lot of moves. They're still not going to be that good. 
And then all of a sudden, they became the darlings of the NBA overnight, and they took off from there. The Kings have arrived. They're on the map. All right, national TV this year, everyone's talking about the Sacramento Kings. The question is, what will they have to show for it at the end of 82 games? And in my opinion, it's going to be pretty good. But can they get past the first round, get some momentum, and get the ball rolling? Anticipation, excitement, you better believe it. It is at a top-shelf level. Let the freaking games begin. Game one, Wednesday night. It is now time for our CrowdUltra Q&A. Just go to CrowdUltra.com and maybe I'll answer your question on my next podcast. Sean wants to know, why do you think the better NFL teams all seem to struggle this week? Sean, it happens every year. You don't see teams go undefeated. You see very good teams that end up losing. And a lot of times, Sean, it's because of injuries. But it is very difficult in the NFL to win every single week. And I think that's exactly what you saw. Logan wants to know, who is the MLB team that beat in the playoffs of the four teams that are left. Logan, I got to say Philadelphia as I'm recording this. I think maybe Philadelphia. It seems like they got mojo. They lost game three to Arizona. But I'm going to say maybe it's the Phillies' turn. Maybe it's the Phillies' turn. Justin wants to know, where does Robert Sala rank among NFL head coaches? He doesn't, Justin. He's only in his second year. He hasn't done anything yet. And so I wouldn't say anyone's ranking Robert Sala among NFL head coaches right now. I mean, if you wanted to rank one through 32, I mean, he's nowhere near the top, but that can change in a hurry. Matt wants to know what NBA teams will surprise people this season. Matt, I think that's a very good question. And to me, one of the teams will be the Oklahoma City Thunder. I like their roster. They have a big-time star in Shea Gilgis-Alexander. I think they could be really, really good. All right, this question from T. Gambrell. Could the Lions be the best team in the NFL? They could be. So, I mean, understand what we just said. The Lions and best team in the NFL in the same sentence, been a long time. They're playing well. They have a lot of confidence. And Dan Campbell has done a hell of a job. Aaron wants to know, can the 49ers beat good teams without McCaffrey or Samuel? Good teams? No. Can they win? Yes. But they're not going to beat the upper echelon teams without those two in my opinion. Kevin wants to know, are the Dolphins overrated? No, I don't think so. I think they're a playoff team, and I think they're right where they should be. Are they overrated? No, I don't I don't think so. Jerry asked, have I been impressed by Wembenyama of the Spurs in the preseason? Yeah, he's done some things, Jerry, that are pretty remarkable. If he can stay healthy, he could be unbelievable. He really could. Uh, he, he's, he's the real freaking deal. I still think that they're going to be careful with him this year. I think they're going to wine and dine him so to speak and by that I mean I don't think he's going to play every night it's going to be interesting to see how they handle him but Jerry if he stays healthy Victor Wembanyama looks like he's going to be unbelievable Reed wants to know am I surprised that Roger Goodell had his contract extended to 2027 no Reed because he makes the owners an absolute ton of money so I'm not surprised at all David wants to know was it Tyrod Taylor or Brian Dable's play calling that was at fault at the end of the first half against the Bills David it was Tyrod Taylor He didn't run the play that Brian Dable wanted, and that's what happened. Now, I don't know if they would have scored anyway, but clearly Tyrod Taylor is the one that decided to change the play, and the Giants did not score. Giants didn't deserve that win win that game. They really didn't, but that that was a bad way to end the half. All right? Trevor 
Do you lift weights at all? Trevor, I, I've always believed in lifting weights. I haven't done it the last couple of weeks because I hurt my lower back and I'm waiting until that gets better. Uh, but yeah, I do. Not not power lifting or anything like that just to stay in shape and tone. What about you, Trevor? Do you lift weights? Duncan wants to know who is currently the better quarterback and who has a higher ceiling between Stroud and Richardson. Well, as we know, Richardson's going to be out for the year with surgery. I think Stroud, what he's done in Houston and what he's done as a rookie, uh, I, I'm really impressed. I, I think he is. Uh, he surprised me probably more than any player in the National Football League this year. And I mean that. I mean, that guy has been really, really good. Just go to CrowdUltra.com and maybe I'll answer your question on my next podcast. It's time for Rant. 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 And today's rant is brought to you by... Blazona Development and their new project in Calusa. All right? This is awesome. Sunrise Landing. It started in 2019. There's 180 houses in total. Phase one of the project is sold out. They are currently in phase two. All right? There's no homeowners. There's no Melarus. There are a variety of models to choose from. Six in all, ranging from 470000 to the mid-630s. Go to calusasunrise.com to check it out. That is calusasunrise.com. Well, once again, James Harden is in the news, but for all the wrong reasons. I'm not surprised. Are you surprised that he's not with the team? And Nick Nurse, the head coach, doesn't really seem to know what's going on other than the fact that Harden is not there. Same story, different year. Now, what I find interesting about this, all right, is that he skipped practice for the second day in a row, and the Sixers are going to wait until they hear from him before they make any disciplinary action, okay? The Sixers officially said that he is not with the team because of a personal matter. But Nick Nurse said, quote, I think the organization has made it clear what's going on. They're working on stuff, as we say, day by day. We had a really good practice today, very energetic. The guys that were here, that's what we're focused on. What a disgrace. There's other, no other way to say it. And I keep on saying this for a long time. I don't know why anyone would want James Harden on their team. Another quote from first-year head coach Nurse, who, of course, won it all in Toronto, but first year with Philly. It's been ongoing for a long time now. I've got a job to do with the guys that are here, and we just go to work. If that changes, we'll adjust. That's what we do. Translation. I can't count on Harden. Nobody can count on Harden. He's a nightmare, and he's a headache. That's what that means from Nick Nurse. James Harden, what an absolute disgrace. And that's my rant for today. And that's my podcast for today. Hope you have a fabulous weekend. And thank you so much for joining me right here on If You Don't Like That. And a reminder, next Wednesday, 4 o'clock Pacific, over on my YouTube channel, If You Don't Like That, that's YouTube for those that are in broadcasting. Jerry Reynolds will join me, and Jerry will be joining myself and Ryan a lot this year during Kings games at halftime and some post-game shows as well. That's right, Jerry Reynolds over on YouTube with yours truly, and Ryan in Sacktown. So long, everybody.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.